What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. It's Monday, June 29th, 2020. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, that's our nerdy topic this week. Well, and specifically our experiences streaming on Twitch. Mm -hmm. In particular, my experience this past week and a half streaming Last of Us 2. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, you know, we're we're not going to get into too many spoilers but the plot of that game. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that that's what we need to do. Yeah. (laughs) But... um, talking about the experience of streaming a game like that yeah a violent violent depressing game like that yeah yeah well we finished it what was that two days ago three days ago uh yeah we finished on friday yeah so we're recording this sunday night this time yeah we keep saying we're gonna record it earlier in the week and then we we don't well we we watched (laughs) spider-man into the spider-verse on friday yeah which you had never seen yep which that was that was something else mm-hmm. that like the, yeah what a just visual feast <laughs> truly yeah i mean as far as animated films go truly like unlike anything else yeah yeah i i had been meaning to watch it for a really long time um i'd heard amazing things about it i just i just i don't know hadn't gotten around to it you know the list yeah. is so long and <laughs> the list and it gets longer every day what did we add today well i want to do a doctor who rewatch oh right right just new who yeah oh my god <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> I, we would spend the next 50 years watching the last 50 years yeah truly truly we would never make it through try and get through all the like audiobooks and jeez and like ugh, that would be a slog as well like those old doctor who's are they're a treasure <laughs> <coughs> yeah there's something they made them they did. Mm-hmm. They exist. They, well, some of them don't actually. That's true. There are there are episodes lost to time. Yeah. Found in caves in Africa. Yeah. Not caves. It's a vault. That story is wild. <laughs> that. Yeah. That's something I might talk about on a future iteration of a future show. Mm-hmm. We're working on we're working on getting our YouTube channel to not just be a baking channel. As much fun as we have baking. But we're not a baking channel. <laughs> no, no. We're a nerdy channel. So we yeah. need... And we're not bakers. We need variety. Yeah. No, we're not bakers. <laughs> Although this week's bake is... I, I think we legitimately did a good job. Yes. I think like we made something that looks really good, mm-hmm. tastes really good. Oh, yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. Like... I'm proud of us. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to spoil it. But Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's one huge thing coming out this weekend that uh, it might be about. It might be. It might be. <laughs> it's about something. Yeah. Everything's about something. I think that's a fact of life. That Yeah, you're not wrong. Usually it's about my daddy issues, but... Not this time, though. Not this time. Thankfully. It's about somebody else's daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> not mine either, just to be clear. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Next week, the week after next is your daddy issues. The week <clears> after <throat> next. We don't. We haven't planned that one out yet. I oh, was just, I was I like was being. I was making a joke. Gotcha. That went right around my head and out the door. Yeah, through those holes in the chair. <laughs> what? I just think it's funny that there's like armpit holes in the gaming chair. 
Yeah, I, it's a design choice. I think it's for flow, airflow. Oh, maybe. Sweaty maybe. backs. That's a thing. I don't know. Sweaty backs. Hey, that's a thing. Too much League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, do, what other, do you have any other thoughts about Spider-Verse before we get into Twitch? Like, um, Oh, man. Did it make you any more excited to play Miles Morales on PS5? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I mean, you showed me the trailer for that game, and I was like, this looks dope. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And um, honestly, it just made me really want to do um, a Gwen cosplay. <laughs> Ooh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm-hmm, that, I'm into that right there. Or uh, I th- I th- they changed her name. Because everyone just called her Spider-Gwen when they first, like, unveiled this alternate universe where she was the spider. Oh, um, okay. But now her name is... She's not Spider-Woman. She's Ghost Spider. Oh. Because she can turn invisible as well, I think. Oh, what? Like Miles, yeah. Well, because they... Hmm. So, apparently, the the whole thing is they take on the traits of the kind of spider that bites them. And so the kind of spider that bites Miles... There's different kinds of radioactive spiders? Well, there's different kinds of spiders. And yeah. so, like, there are actually spiders in the wild that camouflage and have, like, a, a the kind of sting that he has. Oh, and wow. so the idea behind Miles was that he's bit by a different spider. Mm-hmm. And so he has slightly different abilities from Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Right. Um, which I, I, I really appreciate because it gives his stories more variety i think sometimes when they create these legacy characters they create like it's that person but just different slightly (laughs) but but like if if you don't have the scenes where they're not wearing the costume they're the exact same thing Mm -hmm, yeah um their personal lives are different but in costume they function the same way within the avengers yeah totally miles morales functions differently Mm mm-hmm just by nature of his powers being slightly different. Yeah. And his the way that he solves problems is different because he has different tools in his kit. Right. And you were saying that Into the Spider-Verse is different than the game. Yeah. Story-wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Spider-Man PS4 is a unique storyline to that universe. Into the Spider-Verse is a, New York, is a unique storyline. Because mm-hmm. in, the, in the original introduction of Miles Morales... It's in the Ultimate Comics. Um, I think it was Spider-Man... I think it was Spider-Man issue 150, maybe, where he dies. And Peter Parker dies, like, on Aunt May's lawn. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's fighting the Green Goblin in in Queens. Mm-hmm. And he, like, dies fighting the Green Goblin. And he's killed by the Green Goblin. And it is rough. I, I was picking that up week to week at the time because mm-hmm. the Ultimate Spider-Man run is amazing. Yeah. It's a really solid comic run. And then... How old is he? Uh, He's not that old. Wow. He's... Because in, in, even in Spider-Verse, he's only 26. 26, yeah. Yeah. And then Jake Johnson's Spider-Man who comes in later, Peter B. Parker, mm-hmm. he's older. Yeah. By a, a decade or so but um yeah i would have said late 30s yeah so i mean there these are all just different stories with the same characters yeah so they're all slightly different the video game version is really different my that miles has a very different personality mm-hmm. um there's a lot of similarities but like his dad is a cop who's passed away uh, in the line of duty um and he's it's just a different world aunt may is running this shelter for um people affected by i i don't want to get into things because you know 
but but she's essentially running like a homeless shelter. Okay. Um, and Miles is volunteering there because mm-hmm. his family's going through stuff after his dad passes away. And mm-hmm. the, the, that storyline's excellent, but it is very different from the Spider-Verse storyline. Interesting. It's do- also like the video game is way more adult. Right. Um, there, there are some, there are a couple of adult jokes in Spider-Verse, but for the most part, it's a, it's a very fun all ages movie that's yeah. entertaining for kind of everyone. I don't think there's a demographic that it leaves out. No, yeah, I would say it's definitely all ages. It's definitely the rare superhero story that I also feel like really leans outside of the fandom. Like, I don't think that you need to be a Spider-Man fan to get what's special about this film. Yeah. Which is, I think, why it won the Oscar for Best Animated Movie that year. Mm-hmm. was because it really is so... The, the appeal is so broad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I... Mm-hmm. Uh, found it really enjoyable to watch the only thing and this is just was my like personal taste is sometimes the the style of animation that they chose and maybe i just got used to it because halfway through i i didn't notice it as much but it felt like and here here's the thing i don't know anything about animation i don't know terminology or anything but it felt like jumpy almost Mm. Like the first, I remember the first 15, 20 minutes, th- I was having a hard time watching bits of it. I'm not sure that that was the movie. That might have been wa- like bridging from my computer to the television. I don't think so. I'm Because there, there was times at the beginning of the movie where some parts of it felt out of focus for me. In a way that mm. I saw it in theaters multiple times and I didn't think then. Mm, okay. So I'm not sure that that's not just like the the way i think that might be more the way we were watching it than the movie itself okay interesting because i yeah i also noticed that and there was a part of me was like is it just because it's scaled down because i only ever saw it on the big screen i've never seen it on a television before Mm -hmm. um but i I hear what you're saying i just yeah i understand what you're saying i just when i saw it in theaters i didn't have that okay i also did kind of have that at the beginning of this yeah and then there was a point in the movie where it stopped and it seemed like it was okay from then on yeah and i just thought like i was like oh i guess i just kind of got used to it yeah um, but it was in particular that like very first like fight scene. I, the parts of it I, were just a little bit jarring and didn't feel like smooth. Oh, the between Peter Parker and the Goblin in the y- reactor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might that might also be a choice to have Miles not be able to because exp- it's from Miles's point of view, mm-hmm. and so I feel like it almost is jumpy because Miles can't keep up with what's going on. Okay, maybe. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. It just if that's the case, I I just I'm not I just don't know if I'm a huge fan of that choice because it, it kept taking me out of the movie. Hmm, interesting. You know. Um. But like I said, I don't know. That might have just been the way that we were watching it. And yeah. Cause kind of hard to tell. Yeah. I I would be interested in seeing like because uh, we don't have like a Blu-ray copy, but mm-hmm. I'd be interested in seeing like a Blu-ray copy and seeing if that we would have the same look. Mm-hmm. Or if when it's not on a big screen, scaled down, it loses a little bit of the clarity. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. But yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a solid movie. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's I good. yeah I I don't really have any like complaints about it. I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I loved I loved the characters in it. I was like, is that Nicolas Cage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nick Cage, John Mulaney. Yeah, as. Um, peter porker yeah no. that's it yeah peter porker yeah uh you get um 
Chris Pine in as Peter Parker. Yeah. And then Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. <laughs> yeah, they, they got some they got some fun talents up in there. Catherine oh, yeah. Hahn is Aunt May. Mm, and right. Oscar Isaac is in the post credit scene as um Spider Man twenty ninety nine, who's Oh right, 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 right. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm really I, I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with that character in the sequel. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what they do in the sequel like full stop like, wait there's a sequel yeah yeah it's coming out next year oh wow yeah and it's just it's such a bonkers kind of movie to try and follow up yeah i don't like the story feels kind of complete like i just well actually that's not true you know at the end gwen is like hey you got a second or something like it yeah, yeah. makes it seem like they can kind of just like hop between dimensions no problem well, and i think the implication in that post-credit sequence with spider-man 2099 is that wristwatch thing he's created allows him to dimension hop mm-hmm. so i'm assuming that he'll go to gwen and then gwen will be like i need my buddy miles mm-hmm. which yeah it's just it's interesting because th- it's the kind of movie that is such a surprise hit the first one and it comes out and it's it's sort of like the first lego movie (laughs) and the lego movie 2 tried to be like more Mm -hmm. in a way that i think didn't necessarily work for it and Mm -hmm. wasn't it it certainly wasn't as successful as the first one um financially yeah and i really like the second lego movie but Mm -hmm. i love 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 the first one the first one it's like this crazy surprise work of art yeah. that came out of nowhere. Because everyone kind of laughed when that movie was first announced. Everyone was like, the Lego movie? And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I felt kind of got a similar reaction because people were like, well, no, animated superhero movies are like straight like, to DVD stuff like what Warner Brothers does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Warner Brothers has done an amazing job with their straight to DVD DC Universe kind of animated fare that's just literally takes comics and makes them animated Mm -hmm. but spider-man was going for something different and it surprised everyone because it succeeded beyond anyone's expectations like it truly is an unbelievable animated movie it's my favorite movie of that year and i know that there's a lot of people in you know what we do who consider that their favorite movie of that year as well yeah absolutely and i think my like one hope for the sequel because i want to say worry because i'm not really worried about it the people behind that movie are so smart and they 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 took such care with the first one that like i know it's in good hands i'm not worried about it Mm -hmm. but my hope is that they don't try and just bring in so many spider people and like because it yeah (laughs) the the first thing you do in a sequel to a movie like this is like all right what other spiders yeah what other universes more and I, I just hope that the story for the second one is as tight as the first one. Yeah. Because the Hello Danger scene, when you get to it, when he embraces his the suit that he spray paints and he, like, jumps off the building. Yeah. And that shot of him going up, but he's falling down. Mm-hmm. The iconic, like, this is the, that's the most unique shot in the movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because um, it, it's an animated still that took my breath away yeah um the plot up until that point is so tightly driven by miles's actions Mm -hmm. 
And I just hope that the second movie is able to do all the things, the fun things that it wants to do, mm-hmm. but also delivers a plot that's as driven and as focused as that was. Yep, absolutely. That's kind of the only thing we did this week that wasn't Last of Us. Yeah. Driven. Like, we baked a few times. Yeah. To get, we're, we're trying to get ahead of the bakes videos. <laughs> yeah, so we're not scrambling last minute. Like um, we are with this podcast right now. No, we're fine. <laughs> um, at least it seems like it's recording the first time this time. Yeah, yeah. We're not, you know, on take number four. We're not on take number four. We're still on take one. Take one, baby. <laughs> um, but uh, we both, the other nerdy thing we did all week is we streamed on Twitch, like we always do. Yep. I streamed Last of Us most of the week. Yep. And I was on Skyrim all week. Only Skyrim this week? Yeah, only Skyrim this week. Your bread and butter. Mostly stream Skyrim. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Building Cersei Lannister up. Yeah, yeah. She's got to become Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. So, you know, just uh, right now we're... Well, so here's the thing is we we had decided that Cersei Lannister was going to become a vampire. Um, But the thing is, I don't really want to finish that quest right now because i love having saran as a follower mm. so so basically my, my build for cersei lannister basically she uses illusion magic speech and alchemy pretty much exclusively mm-hmm. um she does level up sneak because you know she's not uh she she she, she um uh she has her followers do all the work for her while she kind of like stays in the back or sneaks past that kind of thing um so i have i i got um atar as my follower who we've decided is the mountain because he's like this big two-handed weapon fighter um and yeah so i use illusion magic i buff my followers i um can like frenzy the enemies so that like they start all attacking each other or I can pacify if things aren't going well. Um, I can become invisible. It's it's a very, very... What's the word? Style playthrough. It's very... Um, passive? Yeah. I guess is the right word. Um, and I, I, it's not, I... I don't know if passive is the right word. Because uh, like, you have to be very on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so... Would you say it just works? this build does it just work <laughs> no that's a skyrim joke a, skyrim a game that came works. out in 2011 yeah and here we are nine years later and it's the, your bread and butter on twitch yeah it people people love it it's still booming i mean you know the fact that you can mod it helps as well but mm-hmm. even plain old vanilla skyrim people love it and so you're coming up on streaming for a year now not full-time obviously because you took a break but actually i sell i um this month is my one year mark so i've been streaming just over mm-hmm. a year if we don't count the six months or five months i guess that um uh, i wasn't able to um but yeah i started streaming last june hmm. um yeah that's wild yeah uh, and so what what about it as a platform do you think is what appeals to you um for me, the the what I love about Twitch and what I love about streaming is just meeting cool people and having a place where you all just kind of, you know, hang out. And 
there's no pressure there's no expectation of you it's mm-hmm. you know just come as you are come say hi um i've you know got a few people who are real funny <laughs> they make jokes but you know we kind of just have a good time and that's the appeal of twitch for me we kind of all bond over like a similar passion whether it's skyrim in particular or some of my followers don't actually like skyrim but luckily enough they found me somehow and just like my vibe and like the vibe of the people that are um always there to support me and um, so it's the community yeah absolutely it's it's such a like group thing and i like i would definitely consider myself an extrovert um and i just i love that i i love the interaction mm-hmm. see i it's interesting because i it, a lot of the reason why we were going to talk about this today was because conversations we were having because i've only been streaming for it'll be like a month this week yeah um later in this week uh or next week i guess now because depends on when you start your week you know i start my week um, on sunday so it's this week great uh <laughs> so i've been streaming for a month and for the last 10 days i was putting uh that time into the last of us 2 mm-hmm. the latest game from naughty dog <laughs> and it has been a really weirdly draining experience yeah even watching it because yeah. last of us 2 is not a game i'll ever be able to play <laughs> i find that stuff terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i've i've been in your stream 90 percent of the time because the story that they that naughty dog tells i've just it's been very compelling yeah um and i think that we're gonna get right back into this right after we take this break that we take for our sponsor every week <laughs> we will see you soon we're back <laughs> don't you just love the ad break it's my favorite. Yeah, my favorite part of the podcast. It's your, your favorite part of the podcast <laughs> is when you don't have to do any more talking. Is when we like stop recording for like 30 seconds. And we're like, you good? You good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so uh, Last of Us 2 came out and I started playing it immediately. Literally. like The I, the hour, the second the, it came we out. We did the countdown on stream mm-hmm. and I turned the game on. And I, I played the first Last of Us game mm-hmm. years, not actually that long ago. I didn't play Last of Us until I got it from PlayStation Plus. So I had a PlayStation 3 and I got the game for free. And I was like, well, everyone says this game's amazing. I didn't have a PlayStation when it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I got it and it blew me away. I mean, the game is unbelievable. Yeah. The story it tells, the relationship between Joel and Ellie. And it's it's, it's hard not to talk about spoilers, but we are not going to do spoilers for this yeah but this game has a very different vibe and when i played the first one there was no twitch for me there was no audience is what i'm trying to Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. no one was watching me do these things and i think that and i've played other games on twitch i played some skyrim i've played some other stuff and this is the only game where i felt aware of the fact that there was someone watching me play the game because the actions in the game were so violent and so fully realized Mm -hmm. that I almost felt culpable for what I was doing, even though I didn't really have a choice. You have the, this isn't a game of choices. Yeah. Last of Us 2 is a game that you are following a very deliberate narrative Mm storyline from A to B to C to Z. Yeah. And 
the further we got into the game and the closer we got to Zed. You're so Canadian. <laughs> I am very Canadian, yes. The harder it was to have people watching me do the things that I was doing. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you, because the streams are up, there's so many clips of me being ridiculous and <laughs> having reactions to stuff on my Twitch, but. Me scaring you. You scaring me. <laughs> the The reaction I was having for a lot of the game was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I'm stressed out. On Sunday night, we I was supposed to keep going, and I literally was like, can we just, will you come play a different game with me? I can't play Last of Us tonight. Like, I needed yeah. a break three days in. And that's not me saying the game's bad. The game is incredible. Yeah. Um, I have, I, I have feelings about the latter half of the game that I, <laughs> I don't want to get into because you literally can't talk about it without spoiling the whole. Yeah, plot. and we, you know, we don't want to. This this isn't a spoilers. Yeah. But um, the, I think the game is truly incredible, and it was an incredible thing to play. But I think I would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't been thinking about the fact that people are watching me play it. Yeah. Well, yeah. If like you, you, I don't know. I guess it feels like a more responsibility in a way like it you know it your actions mean more if someone's there to witness it yeah and that's true of anything you know how you act by yourself versus how you act in front of other people for a lot of people it's very different and they have different feelings regarding those actions um and so with something as heavy and controversial as last of us 2 you know um having people watch is yeah it brings a whole different light to the story i think well and in even small actions like um it's not a spoiler to say that you are put in a position where you have to kill a lot of dogs in the game yeah like you they're they're a common enemy it's that's not a spoiler Mm -hmm. they are throughout the game and killing those dogs (laughs) was really weird mm-hmm. and felt weird mm-hmm. and felt wrong like the, mm-hmm. the the noises are so realistic and the reactions that everyone's having are so realistic these characters like you take somebody out and mm-hmm. a character nearby is like wait where's josh i need to find josh like mm-hmm. that nobody npc character has a name and they all have names and they cry over each other and they mourn each other yeah and with the audience especially because i know that there are people who follow you and who now follow me because of you who are under 18 and i feel like a you know there's that pressure as an entertainer to like present something worthwhile to your audience you want Mm -hmm. to like give them a worthwhile experience and there were times playing this game where i didn't i wasn't sure that that's what i was doing i wasn't sure that i was giving the right experience to my audience yeah, well, and that's tough because uh, there's so many factors that go into that element 100%. of it. And, I mean, like, like in Skyrim, you kill a lot of people, but they're, you know, they're not named. It's not realistic. Yeah. Like, the only, the only time I've ever had, like, a reaction was... I accidentally killed... Well, not accidentally. Definitely, like, killed a rabbit in Skyrim. And it just made this, like, unexpected noise. And it really freaked me out. (laughs) If 
We might have to put that in a compilation at some point. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure it will. But I just I was not expecting it, and that that's really the closest thing I've felt to it because I've never felt um any kind of attachment or remorse to these the pixels in Skyrim, you know. And I think we we kind of brushed on that last week, you know. It, in other games, it feels like a collection of pixels that's not like a human or a character or like a person. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the video game. And Last of Us really tries hard to... And they succeed. They make you feel like everyone in the story is a person. Yeah. Yeah, and the... I I feel like I could have been a little bit more closed off to that if I hadn't had an audience. Yes, yeah. It would that, be much easier to kind of shut that off yeah. and just play through the game. Yeah, it's 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 the once you have people and, and part of it's that I'm trying to make jokes. I'm trying to make it funny and fun. The game's yeah. so heavy that I feel like I tr- I overdid the like trying to be f- funny about stuff. <laughs> um but and it's, just calling out like making fun of posters on the walls of these places just cuz I'm like <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> like I'm sitting there like I really want to cry. Like I need I don't want these people on the other end of this internet connection to be crying. So <laughs> hey, look Look at, it's the funny wall. Yeah. Look at the blades of grass. Well, and like, I personally think that if you want to be a successful Twitch streamer, you have to have a certain kind of openness in your streams. Mm-hmm. And I think having that openness and playing a game like Last of Us 2 is very difficult. Yeah. Like, because of the mindset that you have in those moments. Because you can't, you, you can't, be closed off to the game and open to the chat and the people that you're experiencing it with um it's uh, yeah it's it's a weird thing where these games you have to yeah with twitch chat i feel like you really have to be open and and a little bit vulnerable in a way Mm um and yeah it makes playing this kind of game tough the the only thing about you on twitch that makes you interesting is how you're reacting to either what's happening in the chat or what's happening in the game yeah and your reactions are what the there's people like once you have a big enough community and they know each other like there's a sense of community totally But a lot of that community is built around oh this person reacted this way to this thing and that Mm -hmm. was funny to me Mm -hmm. or that felt real to me and you have to be giving real reactions in order for that to happen Mm -hmm. and that can be weird when your real reaction is like wait what the actual f (laughs) just happened yeah or when the character is like okay well i have when the the game is like all right press this button to stab this person and you're like do i have to i don't i don't (laughs) want that yeah well and you can't progress if you don't like the game is built that way and this game, I, I feel like it's not really a spoiler to say that you play as two different characters in this game. Yeah. Um, it happens it, very early. It happens early very early. But you play as both Abby and Ellie, mm-hmm. these two dueling protagonists. Yeah. And... Or dueling antagonists. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on how you're looking at the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's an interesting choice to make these two characters stories go the directions they go Mm -hmm. because what happens for the player is uh, i i I, 
it's not i i okay i'm gonna say it this way and this isn't a spoiler for the game this is just sort of what happened this is sort of a general <laughs> gameplay discussion mm-hmm. you play as ellie first and then you play as you play as both of them in the first level in the snowstorm for mm-hmm. a very short amount of time and then you play a chunk of the game as ellie and then you play a chunk of the game as abby mm-hmm by doing that and by giving the character who you already love from the first game the majority of the time up front by the time you get to the other character it is so hard (laughs) to care about her yeah it is like it it makes it more difficult i almost wish that we'd played as abby first Mm, interesting just so that we could have more of a connection to her. Yeah. Because the dueling nature of their stories and their the way they butt up against each other. Mm-hmm. I inherently want to take the side of the person who I've been with since she was 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. The person who I've seen grow up, the person whose storyline I've known in real world for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, or not personally who we've all known for seven years but i've only known for like three mm-hmm. um but putting her story first ellie's story first mm-hmm. it it, the, it made the transition really hard to do especially on stream because i was like i have to do this like i can't just stop mm-hmm. i have to keep going and i have to keep talking about this and reacting to it and i didn't want to just sit there going I don't want to play as this girl. Like, and I said it a little bit, but I had to like invent other things to care about in those moments. Yeah. In a way that I, if I didn't have an audience, I would have sat there quietly and just pushed through. I wouldn't have thought about it at all. Totally. And so the Twitch experience, I feel like has given me a different experience of this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gave you an experience of the game at all because you would have never. I would never, like I remember I got the first Last of Us <laughs> And took it back the next day because I was like, I can't. This is too much for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I'm pretty sure I didn't even make it through the first mission where you have to. You're you're you and that girl are trying to get to that guy. Yeah. I don't. I don't even remember. But I, cu- I couldn't even make it through that. Like it. You you couldn't get through the tutorial of the game. P- pretty much. Yeah. I don't do zombies well. You don't do zombies well. <laughs> yeah. Or horror. As my Twitch followers can attest to. But you managed to watch all of this game. Yeah, I did. And, you know, honestly, I think you did a great job of keeping it, um, like, um, of, of interacting with the chat enough that you didn't start, like, drowning in misery watching this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you were the added element to the game that was able to keep it more lighthearted for me and even still like i i was exhausted after watching your streams because it was just so heavy like yeah <laughs> um, and anytime you think it's about to be not the game like just punches you in the gut yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes it worse yeah You're like, um, oh, things are okay <laughs> i wonder if i would have had even because it's interesting that you say that like the chat and the the experiencing it on twitch lightens it and I wonder if I would have had a l- even heavier experience playing the game if I had By done yourself. it without the chat. Mm-hmm. Because it gave me something to look away from the screen to another screen, admittedly. Yeah. But I was looking away from the screen 
to interact so much. Yeah. But I wonder if I would have had an even darker personal experience of the game. Because mm-hmm. I already had, yeah, I mean, we talked about it all the way through the week while I was playing it. Like, it, there was an emotional toll on me playing it. Yeah. Which to, is to their credit. is It, yeah. it seemed very intentional. Yeah, for sure. It seemed sure. like that's what they were going for. And I'm not upset. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not saying that that's a bad experience. Mm-hmm. I'm just acknowledging that it was a it was a deeply a negative emotion I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that a video game was able to draw that strong of that reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. I've never had a video game elicit that kind of response in me. Having said that, I wonder if it would have been even worse if I wasn't on Twitch, if I wasn't trying to have fun with people. And if I didn't have people like, you know, the people that we have, Muddles and Joe and Shiny <laughs> and the lot. Yeah. But those three were in almost the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, making it fun. <laughs> All the clips of me jumping. <laughs> I get I get so focused. Yeah. That. The game, I don't jump as much at the game as I do if anything in this room moves <laughs> while I'm playing the game because I'm facing the screen. And if mm-hmm. anything in my periphery like moves, it just freaks me the frick out. <laughs> and there's that great double jump scare where you open the door. So I freaked out a little bit. And then suddenly the game was my peripheral. And then there was a jump scare in the game. And because yeah. it was my peripheral, I just lost it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, it ju- I'm jumpy when I play. I... <laughs> Couldn't imagine me trying to play it. Like, yeah. to, I just I, I was surprised because I'm not jumpy when I watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, watching a horror movie and like being an active part of like a horror game experience, I feel like are different things. Yeah. Like I yeah so yeah, it, you're not like your my hands are literally ready to shoot. Yeah, yeah yeah you need to like take an active role in the story. Whereas a movie, you can just sit back and eat some popcorn and you know watch it from afar (laughs) sit back and eat some popcorn watching a movie i feel like that's a tease for a while from now for our two weeks from now bix video it might be it might be it might be (laughs) it might be you heard it here first folks oh we're doing we're doing super advanced teases (laughs) you this is what happens when people start to get like on top of their content and ahead of their own content is they can tease you about stuff they haven't even made yet. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it just it's great if I can get it all edited together. Hey, I believe in you. I'm glad someone does. <laughs> um would you ever stream a horror game on Twitch? Cuz you know that's what the people want. <laughs> God. So I have once for Halloween last oh, that's year. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did one day of amnesia. And I was sore for like three days afterwards because my shoulders were just up by my ears the whole time. Like I was so tense and uncomfortable that like it physically ruined my body. (laughs) So we'll do it for Halloween again this year and we'll hype it up so that it's like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got it. That's the thing. It's got to be worth it. We'll set a sub goal for september and if we hit the september sub goal we'll then we'll i'll do a halloween stream. yeah all right or we'll do it for october because it's the 31st so as long oh, as by the 31st yeah, 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 yeah. i hit a goal you're yeah. so you, you're so smart you're so you're just so <laughs> i try sometimes <laughs> but yeah I, it's it's not my favorite but 
other people seem to enjoy it. So, you know, you got to make some sacrifices sometimes, I guess. You got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet. You know what I mean? That is true. (laughs) I just want to see you play a VR horror game. I don't. I want to see it so bad. I would need um, at least a change of pants and probably... A, a, a deep tissue massage every week following for the next month what if instead of a change of pants we pick up some depends <laughs> get on that dipe life as jason menzuka says <laughs> and uh what a man i'll get you a therapist <laughs> yeah i'm gonna need one um i see here's the thing is i i i don't know horror vr we're gonna see how I do in Skyrim VR first. <laughs> that if might I be horror enough. Yeah, if I can't even handle that. When you go on the that, cannibal quest, it might... Uh... No, it's just like sometimes you're walking down the road and like a wolf or a spider jumps out of nowhere and like I just... I, I don't do well with jump scares. But that's because it works. Because it just <laughs> works. Don't I know it. I'm gonna be Skyrim. I'm going to be streaming Skyrim this week. Yeah. The Continuing Adventures of Shakti. <laughs> the orc sith the orc sith the orc sith of skyrim <laughs> she is not an apprentice she is the master all right all right she's got the sparkle fingers <laughs> people who don't play skyrim there's been a lot of this podcast that they're like what is this game okay but most people have played skyrim you're the only one that i'm the that only hadn't. i'm i <laughs> i'm willing to bet that that is not true Okay, you're in like the 5% of gamers who'd never played Skyrim. Of gamers, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to beat it just so that I can say I did. You played Skyrim? Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be a game that I like replay a lot. Ugh, shame on you. Shame. <laughs> hey, we're not on your Twitch channel. The shame command doesn't work here. Damn it. <laughs> I, just, I need a bell. Shame. Shame. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, well, it... It was definitely an interesting experience. Yeah. Are you, you're excited to get away from Last of Us. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I am. An, it's it's a weird thing because, like, I'm excited to not be sad. Yeah. We started to <laughs> we started to call the stream the hashtag let's get sad party. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to not have that. And, you know, I, I, I tried streaming Knights of the Republic this morning and it did not work yeah that was not but i, I ended mean, up streaming no some assassin's all. creed and it was a it was lighter and fun and we were just talking and telling jokes and having a good time yeah so i'm excited to have a few more of those streams but on the flip side i don't feel like there are a lot of games like last of us 2 that come out yes. and <laughs> they are a special experience when they do when when you're able to bridge because there's a lot of games that come out that are works of art mm-hmm and they're, the artistic element of them is so strong that you forgive that the gameplay isn't the most amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there are games that come out where the gameplay... And like I, I sometimes put like Modern Warfare, like Call of Duty and stuff into those where like the gameplay is so solid and it's so fun to just get your hands on it. Mm-hmm. But it's not really like artistic beyond that. It's 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 It doesn't like... It's not transformational. You don't have an emotional experience yeah. playing it um, besides the adrenaline of, you know, the gameplay. So I feel like there are very few games that bridge the gap between those two ideas. Yeah. And this is one of them. And so I'm I am excited to have a happier like <laughs> daily life. 
than I did the last 10 days, but mm-hmm. I am going to come back to this game at some point because yeah. it's a game that I know will elicit a response in me. And I'm curious, I'm really curious to see once we're out of quarantine, what playing this game is like. Yeah. Because there's a very particular like um, mindset I'm in right now mm-hmm. that I would be curious to see how I experience the game when that's passed. Yeah. Yep. I, I understand that. So yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a bitter it's a bittersweet goodbye to a very intense experience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Any other thoughts about your very first month streaming on Twitch? My first month. Um, I'm very grateful to be jumping in with your fan base, <laughs> somewhat already established. They, yeah, they, I they've been good very people. kind to me. And so having an audience, I've not yet had a stream where I had no audience, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of people have starting out. Yeah. And a lot of people, they never get past that point, And that's the biggest struggle. And it's it's tough. Like, it sucks. <laughs> so knowing that we already sort of have this ingrained um, group of people. Yeah, we've got awesome, awesome, awesome people. S- sweet, sweet. And, and the fact that my brothers have been so supportive and being in the chat. Yeah. Particularly my brother Miller in Japan has been... Uh, a very present person in the chat and that's yeah. been nice <laughs> especially he's so far away like it's it's tough to stay in touch and so having him and i know his wife rasheen is in there uh, <laughs> listening when he's watching so um just knowing that like i have that support from them has been really cool yeah. and it's really fun i mean you know we are both live performers that's we like theater and we like performing <laughs> for an audience live and we can't do that right now. COVID has kind of taken that away. Yeah. And so to have an avenue where I am every week with a schedule getting in front of people and trying to make people laugh and trying to make people <laughs> have a good time. Um, that's kind of what I've always wanted to do with my life. And the fact that Twitch has given me an avenue to do that while I'm in quarantine and will continue to do past quarantine i think i'm definitely going to keep this up because i i really like streaming i think it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um i i think is really nice and i'm so grateful that you introduced me to this and had the technology that allowed us to (laughs) yeah even if it's giving us so many problems well and the thing is i don't think that's the computer i think you know it's a software issue, not a hardware issue. Yeah, which, I mean, the, the problem is neither of us know enough about it to mm-hmm. be able to fix it, like, very quickly. <laughs> so it well, takes a lot of troubleshooting. And and when we're playing newer games, we're not having any problems. It's only when I'm like, I want to play Knights of the Old Republic, which is well, a 20-year game that's been sort of updated. Yeah, but, I mean, we've had is, game issues. We've had alert issues. Like, we've had a lot of alert had, issues. You know, yeah. we switched over from Streamlabs to Stream Elements, or I did. You started with Stream Elements. Yeah. And, you know, trying to figure out um, wh- what bots we want to use, what works the best. Because, like, your raid alert has it's been twice so far and it has this weird glitch where it'll start and then it'll stop and the video will go away and then the audio will go for another second or two and then it just yeah dies yeah we'll figure it out though we'll get there we'll get everything up and running yeah i'm not worried (laughs) yeah i mean i'm not even an affiliate yet so hey you're over halfway there am i yeah because you were at i think 23 followers and you got did you get three more today or two more i don't know Okay, well, you're at least halfway. I should halfway. know that. <laughs> you should. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts is I, I really, I, I love, I love making people laugh. That's why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And so 
hopefully people are laughing. It seems like people are having a good time. Yeah, I um, think so. I can't see them. The, the, the one weird <laughs> thing is like I can't experience their laughter the way you can on stage. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely like that experience is very different. But it feels it feels like we're having a good time in the chat. And, you know, that's if I wasn't doing this, I would be just walking around this house doing nothing. So I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful for it. And it's definitely more fun than I really thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more of a slog. And it hasn't been that. Parts <laughs> of Last of Us 2 are. Yeah. Um, but the streaming itself, you mean? Yeah. Not, not a slog in a bad way. Just a slog in a like emotionally drained... <laughs> I need, I need a, a hot nap. bath and a bath bomb kind of way. Yeah, truly. Uh, no no video game has ever made me wish I owned a weighted blanket more than Last of Us 2. <laughs> yeah, you I'm gonna, get one of those. I should tweet that. That's my review. <laughs> That's my review. No game has ever made me want a weighted blanket more. Um, I like it. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Any last thoughts about your Twitch streaming career so far? Career. Your, your first year on Twitch? <laughs> Um, I well, I mean, it's tough. It doesn't really feel like a year because there were five months where I wasn't streaming. Yeah. And, you know, I do have to say that it was really tough to build this community for six months. So I started last June. I made affiliate, I think, within an, uh, five or six weeks-ish. Um, and then from then, from there on, I built this incredible community um i had people help me along the way iggy thank you for the discord (laughs) have no idea how i would have done that myself um but it was really hard having to let go of that to go on the ship Mm -hmm. um that like that was the biggest thing that like that was definitely the hardest part for me if i'm being honest you know it wasn't it, it wasn't like packing a bag it wasn't like I, I don't know. It was it was this community of people that I knew I wouldn't be able to stay in touch with the same way because I wasn't streaming. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of nervous to get back into it because I was like, I'm sure they've all kind of moved on and they are going to... They're seeing other streamers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> watching other streamers. And I was like, you know, hopefully some of them come back, but you know uh, i'm sure a lot of them won't and of course like pretty much day one when i came back my it was a hit Uh, you know i've almost everyone who was a part of my community from before has shown up at least once or twice but are there most of the time Mm -hmm. like i I always have a consistent group of support like supportive people um and i just like i can't express how grateful i am and how that makes me feel because it's just Mm. it's so nice it's yeah it's so nice having that um i'm just i'm a people person i i love that connection with other humans even if it's just over the internet (laughs) um but yeah you know if any of you guys are listening it it means the world to me and Mm. i i feel like i tell them that on stream but it's um yeah I i mean it mean it well with that lovely note (laughs) if you would like to watch us on twitch you can catch me at slash nerdy nightly and i'm at slash claris dracaris those slashes (laughs) coming after twitch.tv obviously 
Um, we have videos coming out this week. We got a bakes video. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have maybe something else. I'm not sure if that'll be this week or next week, but there, there's something else coming down the pipe that I'm very excited about. Yeah, we're going to have a new Nerdy Nightly show. Yeah. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> um, so that we're that is going to be a little bit more work than the big studios because there's a lot of research that goes into it. Um, <laughs> You're going to love it. I hope so. Uh, but it, I'm working on that now, so that's going to be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. You can reach me anywhere on the internet at Dear David Webb, D-E-A-R, and then Webb has two Bs. It's not the easiest... i don't know claris dracaris isn't the easiest either but yeah how do you spell claris like c l a r u s people listening they they may not know (laughs) and then dracaris like daenerys says it in game of thrones claris dracaris spell it like she says it oh my god (laughs) so c l a r u s d r a c a-R-Y-S. You said that with the confidence of a person who might not know how something is spelled. Well, I'm a very visual person. <laughs> and I was like, I had to like yeah, picture it in my... <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> um, what does that mean? I I'm really bad at like spelling. I have to like look at the word in my head. I know. You text me. I... <laughs> I've seen how you spell words. Excuse me? I feel very attacked right now. I'm just being mean for no reason. Wow. This is what happens when you're grumpy. Uh, I'm not grumpy. <laughs> I know. I I'm, know. I'm C. I'm teasing. I love you. I love you too. Um, <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> uh, I'm David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>